0: This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you will live like Jesus and share His love. What's up, everybody? Uh, Radiant Reflections. We are joined with a very special guest. Tell him your name, sir. My name is Jared Ballinger. Jared, Jared Ballinger. Ball- Ball- I like- Ballinger. Ballinger. Sounds <laughs> like a like spy's a- name or something, right? He could totally be a spy. Could. <laughs> you could, you could
1: be. The name's Bellinger. I can't talk about that. Bellinger.
0: Can't talk about it. Can't talk about that. But Jared is with us from Destiny Rescue, and we're going to talk a lot more about this ministry, this organization. Um, but first, uh, what
1: what number is this, Josh? You're the only one who knows. Okay, so hang on. R- could you hand me that right there, Jared? That invisible. The fidget uh, spinner. No, the okay. invisible piece of humble pie. Okay. You don't know? I don't remember. After Kinsey last week. <laughs> totally like probably, like, dude, that's so amazing. You can remember all the episode numbers. I'm sitting here this morning, I'm like He jinxed you. I, is it fifty-seven? Or is it fifty-eight? <laughs> I'm I'm totally I'm pretty sure it's fifty-eight. Okay. Of of season three yeah, so... of
0: Radiant Reflections. So that <laughs> was uh But we're back, we've got our cameras fixed, we've got our, our, actually it was a switcher problem, but we got that fixed, so Haley's going to be very thankful because she's been downloading like 150 gig 4K (laughs) 10.2.2 files, 4.2.2 (laughs) color profile, like it, she was not probably, you weren't very happy about that,
1: I bet. Now, were you doing it in 4K so she could like punch in and out and stuff like that? I always
0: want to shoot in the highest res that I can just because.
1: So, is it less gigs when you do it from three cameras?
0: well the reason that it's less gigs is because the switcher sums all three cameras to record to the sd and this is only a 1080 switcher so even though our cameras right now are shooting in netflix approved film (laughs) uh it will not this gadget i tried to i would like to buy a 4k switcher but that is not in the budget let's just say
1: that okay it's out of curiosity what's a 4k switcher
0: uh, it depending on the size of it it could be six eight thousand dollars yeah and this one was like 350 right? 350 bucks yeah this is a That's this a is a super jump <laughs> but your difference between 1080 and 4k I mean think about what you're talking about oh, no 1080 to
1: 4000. Do you remember when 1080 was like? Yeah, like oh. that's how you would market. Yeah, to yeah, like 15 years ago, we like, man, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We picked up the big screen at Best Buy <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> or Circuit City. Yeah, you don't know remember Circuit yes. City. I was just thinking about Circuit City the other
2: day. Gone. Radio Shack and Circuit City. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our tech director was the manager of the local uh, Radio Shack. Chad, see, I don't I'd,
2: know if I knew
1: that about him. Yeah,
0: yeah, Where it the was type right where, uh,
1: where your kids do.
0: Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Yeah.
2: Huh. I'm glad he's still in tech. That's good.
0: Oh, he's he's a beast. Yeah, he is a beast. Yeah. Oh so uh so
1: Jared, uh one of our traditions that has a number that we can't remember. We drink coffee. And then we talk about coffee. Love it. Mm -hmm. And then Good coffee. Then we talk about other stuff. This is very good, so I text Jared
0: this morning and I was like because I didn't know whether to bring the Chemex or not. Because I usually do just two cups. I'm like, Jared,
1: are you a coffee drinker? He's like, Yes. Yes, I'm a coffee drinker. Okay, Absolutely. speaking so, of Chemex, I almost yeah. like took a picture and sent it to you. Okay. I was watching, this was, I don't know, a week ago or so. I was watching an episode of the show Friends, which again, I'm not okay. advocating for the morality so or like that. My wife and people my get, youngest daughter were get, watching that the other day. People get upset at me. It is trash. Uh, there is there is a lot of stuff I'm that i will not you, condone. Yeah, my, my
0: youngest daughter's watching it and I'm looking at Lisa, I'm like, I
1: don't... I, I don't, I don't I don't condone this. I don't think this is good. <laughs> I don't think this is good. So for me, and this is this is probably a terrible, terrible excuse. I'm gonna get blasted in the comments, right? Like a lot of it is nostalgic. Like sure. as a teenager, oh, sure. like I loved me and my my oldest sister, Hope, like we would watch Friends. Dude, like, sure. We would just hang out and watch Friends. And like Matthew Perry just died. He did. Super mm-hmm. sad and Chandler was my favorite character. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he was a troubled person nostalgic yeah oh he i yeah. I read his memoir yeah uh he had a long 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 history of addiction yep uh, different stuff but uh mm-hmm. but so we're watching this episode of friends it's the first episode this is like 93 94 and they're pouring coffee out of a chemex yeah chemex is very very old
0: See, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. No, Chemex was, was invented a long, long, long time ago. Like, I think it was the 50s or 60s. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, Italian espresso has been around for a very long time. The first, like, pressure lever machine came out of Italy.
1: Um, Yeah. I see. I didn't know that. I was like, I thought
2: Chemex was like the new hipster thing to do. Oh no, I thought it was was third wave.
1: Like this is, Hey, there's like a new way we're doing
0: coffee. No, I I would guess probably the methodologies of using the Chemex probably were, were kind of evolved through third wave coffee, Mm -hmm. but no, there's much more modern. I have a brewer coming from Ukraine. That is a Hario V 60 kind of like custom ceramic piece. So I have a friend who's a missionary, him, his wife and George Marquis, his name, his wife and his, I think he's got like 12 or 13 kids, bunches of them. Uh, They live in the Ukraine and they minister. there. very community oriented, super cool, not church based, like just family. Anyway, he has a local person there, believer, part of his, his little community that makes these just they're aesthetically it's just this beautiful piece you know yeah i was like i gotta have one of those so and this would
1: be like instead of like a chemex or a clever dripper or exactly a, yeah. okay. or
0: or a yes or kalita any of those things but it's a hario v60 style brewer
1: which like i know a uh, comb
0: brewer it's a cone brewer, comb mm-hmm. basically
1: yeah that's so. what sparrow uses isn't it
0: yeah oh well, no uh yes do do sparrow a uses a v60 on mm-hmm. a on a unfortunately it's a poor steady so the pour-steady is a CNC-controlled, like, robot pour-over machine. Yeah. It's perfectly dialed. Like, what you get is really delicious, but there's no love.
2: No, like, There's no love <laughs> there's in that no, cup. There's no art in this. You, you're, that's, your chair, <laughs> Josh, got to
0: lift you up. Oh, you're, I, I, and you're I'm like, a little
2: short.
1: So here's why. Oh, you I did lowered it on purpose. It. I lowered it so I could get a little bit closer because I kept, like, smacking. Oh, oh. oh man. <laughs> so, yeah, for those of you that thought maybe I'd shrank or something. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> because I was I was like go. I keep smashing it the <laughs> desk. So yeah, I was the shortest guy in the episode there for a minute.
0: Well, the coffee so. we drink Jared. so here's our here's our tradition. So we drink really great coffee. And then we we try to guess the tasting notes. Are you of okay. this persuasion in coffee or do you not care about coffee I
2: mean, I much? I love coffee. Best cup of coffee I've ever had was in the airport in Ethiopia. I bet. It was mm. the best cup of coffee I've ever mm. had. We, we love us some Ethiopia. That's our jam. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. So okay. I love coffee, but for me to taste something and try to... I don't know if I so can do that. So we're going to try it. We're going to try it. I mean, no Where pressure. Where do you get coffee in Fort Wayne? Let's ask that question. Um, we order it okay? Oh, so you things order like online. that. Yeah. Okay. And then we... If we're on a budget, we just get store bought coffee or things like that. But sometimes like Conjure. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. So if I go to like downtown it's Utopian Coffee. Yeah. Conjure coffee. Um, sometimes United Coffee on the southwest side. Different things like that. I just
1: Uh, I just want to check though. When you say you get it from the store like, does it come in a big blue can? No. Okay. Thank you. Right. Thank you. We've had guests. Oh, like, no, but we also he's yeah, like soldiers. People. I think he was like the first guest we ever had. Wasn't Labarba the first
0: Josh guest we ever had? On this?
1: He was the first one that. Uh,
2: look, I know his I'm, daughter. By the way, uh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I know his so he,
1: he he's on here. Gets the note. Boom. Like immediately. And I'm the coffee
0: dork, and I never get it. <laughs> so right. ever. No, 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 no,
1: no. You have. You did. not that one time. Once. You did that one time so i mean there's a little bit of there's a little bit of expectation here that you take a sip of that and you're yeah. like you know what <laughs> okay so here we go uh, let's see what we taste josh we'll go left
0: to right here i cheated so i'm not gonna give any votes i already saw this gosh i don't know and i'm just gonna tell you guys maybe this will help i'm going oh, this is from honduras this is from metric coffee out of chicago i got this on my last flight just pulled out of the freezer not too long ago cabanas natural natural it was elevation 1715 er, 1750 meters um and it is uh yeah i said natural
1: process already but honduras we should just mispronounce all the words in here so that it sounds fancier cabanas yeah
2: Cabanas. can i take another sip absolutely take as many as
1: you need Smell it, swirl it around, yep. let it roll off the sides of your tongue. Correct, that's Josh. A, that's a it's real good. thing.
0: Okay. What do I we mean. think, Josh? Two to three guesses is what we give everybody. I'm gonna say honey crisp apple. Okay, okay. Yes, it is that ridiculously precise.
1: <laughs> Grapefruit. <laughs> Grapefruit, okay. And just and just honey. Okay. Just honey. Okay. Okay.
2: I was gonna say a hint of blueberry.
0: Okay. It's a solid guess. With honey. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna take it
1: now. One more one more sip there, Jared.
2: Oh man. Let's just put a hint of chocolate in that
0: chocolate. That's a good guess. Okay, so Honduras, natural process. It's obviously a light roast. Dried pineapple, which the grapefruit. Hmm, it's a little acidic. Yeah, yep. and you both had berries. So, strawberry. Okay, strawberry. I didn't have berry. I thought you said a berry. No, okay. I said I said you blueberry. Blueberry is always a really good guess yeah. with coffee, yeah. especially Ethiopian, uh, and marmalade.
2: Oh, Marmal- really? marmalade. Marmalade.
0: Mm-hmm. This is metric. Okay, look away, gentlemen. Uh, Honduras Cabanas Natural from Metric. I will tell you, Metric is one of my favorite roasters in the country. Phenomenal. This little hole-in-the-wall place in Chicago, whenever I have a flight out of Chicago, I will take extra time to get there to to get some bags of coffee. Nice. Absolutely. So, Josh, I thought maybe what we would do jumping into this episode is at least unpack like five minutes or so uh, for the listeners and viewers the message yesterday. It was a panel style um message with Pastor Josh, Pastor Pam, and Pastor Brandon. Kind of a lot live podcast. It was, and we didn't awesome. Do, we didn't do any better staying in time no. than you or I. No, but we so. don't have time. So, <laughs> yeah. So first service, we had to cut a song. Like we're back in the green oh, room, no. and we we're like, it's ten fifteen, and we're supposed to close with two, and one of them is a medley of like two songs so we're like we gotta cut one so we did it worked out well
1: which dude like it, it was well. bonkers so second sir because i'm like hey you know what we had good stuff for service but we gotta we gotta trim this down a little bit truncate we, we were an hour and three minutes on stage yeah first service so yeah. like we're trying like i That's felt like hey we're moving and grooving i walk off the stage my wife is timing us <laughs> we were front to back hour and three minutes second service i was like <laughs>
2: come on like i was
1: like we were trying to like oh no hey let's it's boop, hard boop, boop, boop. yeah and
0: i i felt like i i felt like it was you didn't say anything extemporane. it was good it was good it, it's hard when you have three people on on stage yeah you know, <laughs> so jared for your benefit as well the the idea was so, so we were closing up um a series of messages called everyday disciple And the idea is just like, what does an everyday disciple look like? What do Mm -hmm. they do? Like, how do they live? What are some of the markers um, uh, of an everyday disciple? An actual follower of Jesus, not a church attender. And uh, yesterday they closed up with basically four pillars. Okay. And these four pillars are comprised of three categories so experiencing the presence of God, being spiritually formed. And then what we're going to talk about with you, well, you with us, I should say, is uh, mission, being on mission. Yeah, love it. And so uh, under the presence category, it was the need to begin by
1: encountering God. Right. So actually. Everything everything flows from that. Right. We have to, yes. we have to spend time in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Right. Outside of that, we're just, we're getting together and singing some fun songs and.
0: Yeah. Hearing a good speech. Talking about a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then uh, the next part of that, and this is in the formation, the spiritual formation category, these next two pillars, uh, experience community. So what does it look like to actually be in? And we talked about the different groups, you know, at Radiant, we've got life groups, we've got midweek classes, and we have D groups and Pastor Pam, I felt like just she oversees our groups. And volunteers or changemakers. She Pastor Pam did a phenomenal job, Mm -hmm, I think, mm -hmm. unpacking those Mm -hmm. um, ways to experience community and just how important it is. I mean, our staff is learning kind of below the surface. We're learning uh, that spiritual formation is actually something that can only happen in community. We are spiritually formed in community, even though we have all these other practices of prayer, meditation, silence and solitude, fasting, scripture, worship. All of this uh, will only be formed in our lives through community, through Mm. other people. Um, the third pillar was um, also within that formation. It's to equip disciples. Mm-hmm. So how do we basically make one another capable to go out and share the gospel message of Jesus Christ in the world? Mm-hmm. Um, and then that that fourth area, which was just mission, like what does it mean to be on mission as an everyday disciple was to engage the world? Mm-hmm. And that's where Josh and I, we text Jared like last week. Yep. Totally spontaneous. (laughs) We're like, hey, would you ever want to be on the Radiant Reflections podcast with us? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, how about this Monday? (laughs) Just (laughs) stab in the dark. Let's try it.
1: Because originally, like when we were kicking this, you know, and we had met a while ago, you know, we sat out at Wings and I knew we were going to be doing this conversation about the Discipleship Pathway. Initially, I thought we were going to have, we were going to do one per week. And of so, the pillars of yeah so like oh, hey i'm like wow. hey and in and my brain could've. i'm like the week where we talk about engage bring the world in. yeah we bring jared in yeah but then we combined to <laughs> try to like move into some different stuff for christmas yeah. oh right, absolutely like, all right yeah. hey we're yeah. gonna we're gonna <laughs> yep we're gonna hit all this at once which is why we had an hour and three minute message yesterday <laughs> it worked uh, well i mean it did it yeah. did i'm not i mean it was yeah. it was really good but so that's where jb and i were talking it was like it's like all right I, like, this is super last minute mm-hmm. which is my fault like i wonder if he could be on the podcast yeah. like this on no, monday and here he is so. yeah
0: so so jared you're with destiny rescue tell us a little bit about yourself your family church yeah, life man. just yeah maybe we'd love to get to know you a little bit and then uh let's talk about engaging uh the world
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So my name obviously is Jared Ballinger, and um, I'm married to an awesome woman named Lauren. And then I have a son named Liam and a daughter named Wrigley. Mm-hmm. And uh, how old are they? They're seven, seven is uh, my son Liam, and then okay. my daughter Wrigley is five. Okay. So and you so, like
1: baseball or gum? Yes, or both?
2: yes, both, <laughs> Okay. both and uh, basketball and a lot of Fortnite and Minecraft all as well. <laughs> that's real. You know, so it's like
0: I got a 15 uh, year old on that kick.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a lot of those conversations yeah. and Pokemon cards. You know, yeah. that's that's, sure. you know, all of sure. that going on at our house right now. Um, but I was raised in ministry, you know, lived in um, different different aspects of ministry, was a part of an organization that did school assemblies around the United States mm-hmm. um, and also have been a part of the Fort Wayne Rescue Mission, worked there for mm-hmm. almost six years, left there, actually ended up working at uh, the Christian radio station in Fort Wayne, mm-hmm. Star 883 as their marketing mm-hmm. director for a little while. And then uh, Destiny Rescue was like, hey we love your heart. We lo- we know that you love to preach. Um, would you want to talk and be able to talk about rescuing kids? Mm-hmm. And I had heard about Destiny Rescue. I'd heard about, um, you know, obviously human trafficking. I think the world yeah. has now heard about that, right? Yeah. About what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. But however, I've heard like, you know, Destiny Rescue is an international organization, but their U.S. office is in Fort Wayne. And I was with, um, my dad is a Christian music artist who happened to be got to be on the Winter Jam Tour and Destiny Rescue was on the Winter Jam Tour the same year. Oh, wow. So I had met them. Um, I was still working at the Fort Wayne Rescue Mission, still went to the Star three and then started having conversations with Destiny Rescue about mm-hmm. traveling, speaking mm-hmm. and about five months of conversations with them and ended up being able to have uh, the conversation about working for them. And they said, Hey, why don't you become our director of church engagement? Mm-hmm. And so now I get to travel around. I get to build relationships with churches, mm. staff members, worship pastors, pastors, yeah, teaching yeah. pastors, any of the, and just basically show the churches like, Hey, this is how you can help rescue kids right from where yeah. you're at. Cause we're not all, it's not feasible for us all to go and jump on a plane right now. Right. And go kick in doors and go rescue kids. It's just not feasible for all of us. But what can we do about rescuing kids right from where we're Mm -hmm. at? And I just have a heart for kids. I, you know, Mm. I would go to the ends of the earth as a father. Yeah. I would go to the ends of the earth for my children. Yeah. So when I go to churches, I say, I say that exact line. I say, so why wouldn't we as the body of Christ go Mm -hmm. to the ends of the earth for God's children? Mm -hmm. Because there's over a million, there's at least a million children trapped. We know way more than that probably, but at least a million trapped Mm -hmm. in sexual exploitation. So what can the church do to rescue kids that they may never meet, Mm -hmm. but can give a kid a lifetime of freedom because children deserve to be free yes. and that's where my heart comes in it mm-hmm. my wife's heart is in it and yeah. we, we we support destiny rescue we believe mm-hmm. in it we believe that that um when the church rises up kids find freedom yeah. and that's that's how we love to equip churches and saying right from where you're at mm-hmm. you can still help rescue kids around the world
0: mm-hmm Jared that's awesome do us a favor because I mean Josh and I are really familiar with Destiny Rescue Uh, my family supports Destiny Rescue we love it as a as a Offering a place to, to give an offering yeah. to see that happen. Talk about Destiny Rescue mm. specifically, like the organization, what happens, just everything. Yeah, you know, tell us exactly and a you little, know.
2: little origin story, maybe? Yeah. yeah, yeah how yeah. Long, how long have you guys yeah. been around? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Destiny Rescue, what we do is we rescue kids from sexual exploitation and mm. human trafficking and help them stay free. Mm. That's very key part of that sentence right is helping them stay free um a little over 20 years ago uh, a man named tony Kerwin from australia was visiting thailand he overheard a conversation it broke his heart it was about trafficking and it mm. broke his heart and so he started destiny rescue and so Desi Rescue has been rescuing. We've started counting our rescues in 2011. Mm-hmm. And in to, since 2011, we've rescued nearly 14,000 individuals. Um, but that helped them stay free. Mm-hmm. It, key part right there is we can't just rescue and say, all right, have a good life. Hope everything yeah, works that's out that's for right. you. There has to be aftercare, just like in any aspect, addiction yeah. issues, marital trauma. issues, any trauma. They, yeah. I mean, that yeah. there's a lot that goes on in that. So we in that aftercare, how do we help them stay free? It's called freedom plan. And so it's unique to each individual. So it's not the same for each one, but basically we're addressing things such as like a safe bed because right now there's over a million kids that are going to bed at night to work instead of sleep. Mm -hmm. And that should break every person's heart. Yes. And so making sure that we address things such as a safe place. Mm -hmm. And then we obviously do trauma resilience training. We, spiritual growth is a mm-hmm. main part of what we do. We mm-hmm. we believe that true freedom comes through the power of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So you're sharing might, the gospel with yeah, the kids. Through, yeah. through that yeah. freedom plan, there's gospel mm-hmm. being shared. Yeah. I got to sit in a morning devotion in Uganda and mm-hmm. got to actually see kids. Um, actually, the one in Zimbabwe that I was sat in on, I got to see like 16 kids give their hearts to Jesus. Oh, wow. Just, you know, not long after being rescued. You Mm -hmm. know, and so, and then also in Uganda, got to see them um, be a part of it, singing worship songs. Mm -hmm. They sang this one song, it was beautiful. It was like, I know my God will make a way for me. He'll make a way and I will go through. Mm. And they sang that. And then they they sang it in English and then they sang it in their language. And it was Mm. just beautiful. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them had these toddlers holding onto their legs. Mm. And you know that that toddler was a result out of their mom being abused. And their mom choosing a customer's child, a customer's child. And they have, they're, they're raising this child because they love that child. You know, that's their baby. And so not only is the mom getting true freedom now and rescued, that baby was rescued. Didn't have to see their mom be abused anymore.
0: And themselves. Yes, exactly,
2: exactly. And so it's not just Mm -hmm. the individual, but it's now changing the trajectory of that person's entire life, their Mm -hmm. children's lives, their Mm -hmm. children's children's. Like it's a generational Mm -hmm. change that Mm -hmm. the rescue is taking place, and it's a beautiful thing to see in that, Mm -hmm. because there's kids right now around the world that feel like this is their only hope, and that they are going to have to live through this the rest of their lives. And so what our rescue agents are doing, what our teammates are doing in these different countries is they're going in and saying, you don't have to live like this. Mm-hmm. We can help you, especially in Africa is a lot of the kids are, are selling themselves to feed their families. Mm-hmm. And so our rescue agents are able to go directly to them and say, you don't have to live like this. This is what we're able to offer you. And we show them the freedom plan and how it mm-hmm. works. And they're also doing job training, mm-hmm. uh, vocational and educational needs. Yeah. So basically they're learning how to be hairstylists, tailors. Mm. Um, I got a shirt hanging in my closet. I should have worn it today. I don't think I can fit into it, you know, the <laughs> greatest right now, but uh, you know, Thanksgiving time is crazy, so. Um, but but I have a shirt hanging in my closet yeah. that girls made, you mm-hmm. know, and, and they're learning how to make these clothing so that they can go and provide for themselves mm-hmm. by making clothing and, and they can go and work for an already that's established a business or Mm -hmm. they can start their own right out of their their home Mm. and you know sewing and what's cool is when they're graduating these programs the freedom plan they're gifted with the supplies needed to start their own wow so they're getting a sewing we got to see it you know girls graduate and got to see them gifted a sewing machine you mm-hmm. know and in the whole table with mm-hmm. the pedal and all of yeah. that so that they could so that they can actually start raising their own money for themselves and their family and not feel the need to be trapped in sexual exploitation mm-hmm or human trafficking. Mm. And so basically with Destiny Rescue being around for over 20 years, we've rescued nearly 14,000. This year we're over 2,600 rescues, Mm. which is phenomenal. We're super stoked on that number. Um, Something cool that happened this weekend, was a Titans wide receiver, I saw uh, Nick Westbrook. So thankful for this. It was awesome. He chose destiny rescue as the, my cause, my cleats. And so he wore destiny rescue cleats Mm -hmm. in the game yesterday. The Colts still won, but Hey, (laughs) you know, we're so thankful for (laughs) his voice. And he wore those cleats and got to talk about it on social media. Mm -hmm. And so we have different advocates like that that are talking about it and saying, Hey, you know, this is how I'm choosing to rescue Mm -hmm. kids. And they're using their voice. And that's basically what I get to be a part of is seeing churches use their voice, Mm -hmm. whether it's a church of 50 people or a church of 3,000, 4,000 people Mm -hmm. saying you can still rescue a kid. You can rescue at least one, rescue Mm -hmm. two, rescue five, Mm -hmm. however many it takes. I was just in a church in Northern California a few months ago and they, you know, they were like, Hey, we want to rescue a few kids. Mm -hmm. And they ended up that weekend that I was there bringing in over $22,000 to rescue kids, which rescued like 13 kids i mean i don't my math doesn't work right (laughs) now but you know like like, it's just crazy so so it's amazing to see what god will do with your yes Mm. and being a part of the community being a part of um gathering together in the Mm -hmm. church and saying hey it's more than just sitting here listening to a sermon and worship it's it's what happens monday through friday or that sunday through sunday Mm -hmm. i said in the church yesterday um that I was uh, speaking at, I said, you know, I look at Sunday as obviously we gather together in community, Mm -hmm. but I look at it also as we, as a celebration of the previous week. Okay, God, Mm -hmm. we're celebrating what you've done this week. Mm -hmm. Now we're also expecting what you're going to do the following week. So it's, it's exactly, it's Mm a, it's Sunday is looked at from my, my point of view is it's a celebration and an expectation of what God is doing. Mm. No, that's good. So we continue to celebrate it, but we Mm -hmm. also expect more. Yeah. And we know that, but to expect more, we also have to be the hands and feet Mm -hmm. and actually make that happen. Mm -hmm. You know, like obviously we all know God can be like, all right, trafficking gone forever. But he's expecting his body to do something, to yeah. stand up and say, This is not okay. Yeah. And take action and yeah. do something about it.
1: Yeah. And there should be, I mean, something like trafficking should create in us. And now I know uh not everyone is gonna have the same passions. You know, like yeah. oh, there, yeah. there are there are different causes, different things that like you have a passion for. Awesome. Like we're not trying to say, oh, everyone should have this exact same passion. But there should be some level, I think Bill Heibel's always refer to like this holy discontent mm-hmm. like we like we shouldn't be okay just showing up to church every sunday and like oh yeah this yeah. is cool mm-hmm. well around the globe like atrocities like mm-hmm. sexual exploitation of children yes. is happening yep and you know you know, a host of other you know terrible terrible things right but but unfortunately <laughs> i think a lot of us are we're just like oh yep i did my i did the church thing yep like that was cool yeah good talk guys uh See you next week. Exactly, and and that's that's as far as it goes. Like that, we should be wrecked. Yeah, with the yeah. things that are happening around us.
2: Yeah, we well. often we often ask right when we heard the song Hosanna. It was like break our hearts for what breaks yours, right? Mm-hmm. And when we when we ask that, we we mean it. We're like God, mm-hmm. break our hearts for what breaks yours. The issue is, is we get offended when He actually does it.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> we're offended that He actually <laughs> broke our heart because we don't know what to do with the broken heart yep. anymore. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, well now you broke it, God, but. What do I do about this issue? And so what I feel with Destiny Rescue or other organizations that have amazing things that are happening in their organizations is we're bringing that resource to the church and Mm -hmm. saying, now you've asked God what you can do, Mm -hmm. but now we're giving you the resource to actually Mm -hmm. go and do something about the issue. Mm -hmm. And if this is something you're passionate about, take it and run with it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do it from wherever Mm -hmm. you're at.
0: I feel like, too, uh, even if this isn't an issue that you're passionate about, you need to be. Mm -hmm. In some capacity, some form, you need to be passionate about this because these are the most innocent and helpless Yeah of of humanity right just being exploited jared could you do us do me another favor back up a little bit yeah absolutely and talk about like let's talk nitty-gritty like okay destiny rescue receives donations from people like us you take those funds those funds are used to do what and what happens in these countries i love the aftercare yeah. and the freedom plan you talked about yeah but go back to the actual like what, yeah, what, to happen, what, what happens first? Use, yeah. Yeah. what's first?
2: Absolutely, so uh, let me go to what, where we work. So okay. where we work is okay. we are rescuing, actively rescuing in 12 different countries. Mm-hmm. So we have 12 rescue countries, and we have three funding nations. Mm-hmm. So Destiny Rescue's funding nations, because it's an international organization. Mm-hmm. The funding nations are Destiny Rescue United States, mm-hmm. Destiny Rescue Australia, and Child Rescue New Zealand. Okay. Mm. And so those are the three funding nations. So the fundraising the yeah. awareness talk, all of that mm-hmm. is happening in those nations. The 12 rescue nations are, there's a few undisclosed mm-hmm. that I can't share, but we are in, we're in six different countries in Southeast Asia. Mm. We're in three different countries in Africa. And then we're in three different countries in Latin America. Mm. Okay. And so those are where we work. Mm-hmm. And so in Africa, we're now in a lot of these places, we're partnering with other organizations that are like-minded that. Mm -hmm. want to see it end as well that are able to offer resources that we might not be able Mm -hmm. to offer in those areas so we don't want to go in an area and reinvent the wheel we want to work with people to make sure yeah partner with Mm -hmm. people and making sure that this happens Mm -hmm. so we partner with some churches in africa that are that are making sure that their staff members are able to go into these areas and rescue these kids. And we're able to fund that happening. And we mm-hmm. have Destiny Rescue employees there as well yeah. to make sure, you know, project managers, different things like that.
0: That's actually, now that I think about it, that's how I learned about Destiny Rescue. Really? So my company, we go to pastors conferences, we set up uh, uh, tables, and whatever. Yeah. And Joe Mann. Oh, yes. Joe Mann had, yes. a, had a table set up in Come Indianapolis on. at Horizon Fellowship come on bill goodrich's church yep. and i'm sitting there and i knew joe as a pastor a calvary chapel pastor in south bend because that's those are the churches i serve yeah and joe and his wife were there i was like joe you're not pastoring in south bend he's no i'm doing this Ooh. joe was a big this big <laughs> <Yeah>. like burly <laughs> football dude <laughs> yeah but very mild and soft-spoken yeah. sadly he was he was actually serving yep. with destiny rescue in a country i don't know what country it was yep. but maybe we can't say that and he contracted COVID. Mm. In a country that he couldn't get the health care he's mm. not much older than me he wasn't and unfortunately he lost his life
2: mm. yep and but we're that's so how I, re- yeah. I knew about exactly it. I yep. re-
0: that's how i became aware yeah. i was like wait a minute what's up and he had the banners and everything there and i'm looking at him like wait a minute you know like i knew it was a thing yeah but i didn't know it was exactly i just did not understand the scope and scale of exactly. this travesty and yep. then when you start hearing about super bowl weekend in atlanta and then for mm-hmm. our community uh Coldwater michigan which there's a hotbed of yeah activity i started recognizing the scope and scales like i can't i can't
2: yeah i can't yeah. just
0: sit by
1: yep
2: exactly. I, I gotta do something gotta do something yeah so sorry no you're good no you're i appreciate into, that no, but
1: but that actually that's that brings up an important point though okay. right because you 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 have this this awareness you, you you come into this awareness and you have this holy discontent as Heibels would say it right like i have to do something but the reality is, you probably can't just go find some country and start kicking down doors. No, right. So sometimes we 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 feel the the weight of some of these things. Mm-hmm. We're like, we, we've got to do something. And yeah, but then we get frustrated because we're not sure what to actually do. Mm-hmm. So having organizations
2: Or we go like, and do something, and then we're like, oops, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like I, missed yeah. I <laughs> kicked in the wrong door. <laughs> or you know, that wasn't the
0: best use of God's resources. Yeah, exactly. You know, God's exactly. given me resources to steward. And, you know, you can waste them with good intentions. Mm -hmm. Like you can waste them trying to make a difference when you're really not. So, okay. So they're in the country. You're partnering with these 12 um, problem nations to then what happens so yeah, you got so, agents you said are employees so we
2: have rescue agents that are in these different countries like Joe. Uh, project managers you know, yep and so basically in in Africa you know mm. going into the community on the street it's called yeah. covert rescue where we're yeah. we're on the street we're interviewing the kids that are So you are, really are, are a spy. Yeah, you know you know I've I've done the work I've actually been on the wow. street and got to be a part oh, of the rescue wow. in Africa. So yeah, I guess like That's I got to be, be scary, a part of it. It was you know it was it was more so just you're sitting there going like, man, this is really happening Mm. in this community. This is Mm. really happening in this area. This is really happening, like you said, worldwide. Like this is everywhere. global. It's a global issue. And so being a part of that was was insane. And I'd love to share more about that. But I wanna talk like with the rescue agents in some of our countries, what we do is we do um, in one of our countries, and I can talk about that one. It's called Nepal. Mm-hmm. In Nepal, we do border rescue where we have okay. 24 border stations with female rescue agents at these border stations, rescuing right on the border mm. as, as like going cross, cross border traffic being to another country, country yep, to be part border. of the
0: industry. Yep. And they discern it. They see it. Yep. Okay. And
2: they're asking the right questions. They're asking, yeah, yeah, how, yeah. they're separating if they need to ah, asking those questions mm-hmm. and rescuing right on the border, which wow. is phenomenal. And then you have areas like uh, Cambodia, Philippines, Thailand, those areas where you're doing more undercover work, building cases. So our rescue agents are going into the brothels. They're investigating investigative, exchanging money, buying time, interviewing these girls. Um, you know, they think mm-hmm. they're being bought for and then horrible just, acts. Oh, but wow. what our agents are actually doing is building cases. Is this really happening to I'm you? I'm a safe person is, you can talk exactly. to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But having to build that trust, right? Of course. Like, you know, you when have all to all they've known as
0: abuse and, and,
2: and yeah. Yeah exactly so so basically building that trust building those cases and Mm -hmm. then what they're able to do because we we have great relationships with the countries that we're in. Mm-hmm. And so we're working with, the with governments, with, with the military with law enforcement. Law enforcement. Yep. Okay. And so basically okay. working with them to say, Hey, yeah. this is happening. This is what we, this is a case that we've built. This is happening at this location. And then we're able to do raids with them. They yeah. actually invite our agents to come in on the raids, kicking doors to, yep, to make it happen. Right. <laughs> and uh, we have amazing, yeah. amazing, just to let all the listeners know, all the viewers know that, we have amazing resources on our website, destinyrescue.org. That has mm-hmm. videos of raids. It has a documentary called Operation Hoodwink, which is a phenomenal do- documentary. Mm-hmm. It's thirty minutes long. It mm-hmm. shows building of a case and a raid, wow. and shows like the what what happened to um, all the kids. You mm-hmm. know things like that. It's just amazing, mm-hmm. amazing to see. You know, because a lot of people when they think that they're like, okay, so you're going in undercover, you're mm-hmm. building a case. Right. So after I interview this girl, she just has to go back and live in that profile until you build this case. And it's, and people don't understand that, but there has to be strategy to this because otherwise you blow it. Because you blow it and you, you can rescue one. Mm. or can I rescue 30 mm. yeah. and 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 hope to God that that one is involved in the 30 rescued right yeah. you know yeah. and so there's there's strategy to it but it's important that we follow the way that it's structured mm-hmm. because rescues are taking place like i said 2600 rescues mm-hmm. this year already
0: in 2023 in
2: 2023 last year was 3100 rescues mm-hmm. you know so God is moving in that work so mm-hmm. those are the kind of different types so we mm-hmm. have we have border rescue which is the Nepal border mm-hmm. we have covert rescue and we have raid rescue, covert okay. rescues, the undercover stuff, building the yeah. cases, but also undercover, like on the streets happening in Africa. Mm-hmm. That's the covert rescue mm-hmm. as well. Going on the streets, interviewing the kids directly, mm-hmm. making, you know, this is happening to you. Okay. This is what we're able to yeah. offer you.
0: So you bring the, you bring these children out and then they get presented with a freedom plan mm-hmm. and they get sh- the gospel shared with them. And then they go through this freedom plan and then their yeah. life is new.
2: Yeah. Their life is okay. new.
0: And what we, about, a, what about children? I mean, cause I know that a lot of this is these aren't 18 year old uh young men and women these are like minors minors
2: yes so oh, they still
0: need parenting so yeah. i mean what is adoption where so w- placement and families uh, yeah
2: our best our best options you know what we want to do is obviously if we can and if it's a safe place mm-hmm. reacquaint them with family if it's Unless a safe the place family was you know if it's not a safe place then we we try to find other options okay which we're we're where it comes in, where we're partnering with other organizations that okay. are like-minded, wanting to do great things. Placing them. so if we're not, okay. if we don't have a residential care facility yeah. in that area, we're partnering with an organization, finding out what we can do. Take them somebody if else. Say, if they have a safe, if they have a safe place, okay. then we're also doing community care, what we would call community care. Okay. So instead of residential care, they're still a part of the Freedom Plan, but they're able to live in a safe place that, mm. with somebody mm-hmm. that they know. Um, there's there's one of the countries we partner or that we're in. The organization that we partner with, the church there, has a bunch of foster families, you know, and so mm-hmm. seeing if that's an option. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just different scenarios for each a individual. Lot of it's unique, pieces. yeah. So it's yeah. unique to each individual. Mm-hmm. You're partnering with these different organizations, a lot of different organizations, mm-hmm. because, like I said, we don't want to reinvent the wheel, and then we also mm-hmm. don't have the resources that some yeah. of the other organizations might have. Yeah. So what we can do is like, this is what we're able to offer. Mm -hmm. And then this organization is able to offer this and this offer this and we can work together. And it's right. Like that's kingdom work Mm -hmm. coming together, people coming together with like-minded, you know, follow Jesus, let's give these people, let's give these kids Jesus, but also, Hey, we're able to offer a safe bed. We're able to offer food. We're able to offer, you know, and making training. And then what Mm -hmm. Destiny Rescue International is able to do is fund these things to happen because of Destiny Rescue USA, Destiny Rescue Australia and Child Rescue New Zealand.
0: I just, as I'm listening to you talk, Jared, I'm really blown away by the intentionality. Mm -hmm. Which is something that Pam talked about yesterday in the message Mm -hmm. just the intentionality and the structure that you described about how destiny rescue works from from the fundraising from those three countries to the to the employees, the operators in the 12 countries to the freedom plan to the partnership. I mean, placing kids in foster care and adoption is a whole other world in ministry. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other thing to be, you know, so you guys have, have kind of sort of honed in and realized like our our calling and our place yeah. is to get the kids out.
2: Yep. And and the big thing is, is for a lot of people in the United States would be like, well, how can I adopt a kid? And mm-hmm. it's like, that's not how we operate. What we want, yeah. we don't want to take these kids out of their culture. Mm-hmm. We sure. want to keep them in their culture. That's where the, mm-hmm. that's, you know, the. As long as they're safe. You know, as long mm-hmm. as they're safe, we're not taking them out yeah. of their culture. Yeah, And, and so basically making sure that we can provide them with the freedom and Mm -hmm. helping them stay free, continually helping them stay free. So with, with our rescue agents that are checking in on these kids after they even graduate the programs Mm -hmm. and different things like that, just to making sure, like, is there anything that we can help you with? Because we want to make sure that you stay free. Like that's our whole, that's our vision and mission statement, right? You know, we rescue kids from human trafficking and sexual exploitation and help them stay free Mm -hmm. because that is the most important part. Like I said earlier, we can't just rescue and say, all right, have a great life. There has to be that aftercare piece.
0: Are there any, and just say no, if you can't tell us, (laughs) are there any um, Destiny Rescue things happening here stateside?
2: Uh, Just fundraising and awareness.
0: Okay. So yes. not actual work with getting kids no, out of the sex trade no, here in the States,
2: no rescues taking right. place. Okay. Um, with us, we, we get tips, like if things happening right. and we immediately give that to home. We give mm-hmm. that information to Homeland security and the FBI. Mm. And tell me why that is.
0: Um, is it just the, n- there's more numbers of it happening in Cambodia and Thailand and these places than yeah, the so, state or so
2: a lot of people will be like, well, why, why aren't you rescuing in the States? Why aren't you rescuing in the I'm States? Just curious. And no, and no, that's great. I, I appreciate you asking that question. Cause, cause our founder is from Australia mm. and he's always said, I feel called to the most vulnerable countries that don't have resources. And we
0: have more than we could ever. Yes. And so, so
2: I would say right there is we sure. go to the countries that we sure. feel called to that sure. don't have resources and they're vulnerable. Mm. Mm -hmm. and they're good countries you know they beautiful i mean some of these places are the most beautiful places in the world oh yeah and they're just they they need help in certain areas that we're able to offer those resources to Mm -hmm.
1: no and that's uh you know they're they're, i don't want to say pushback but i mean back in 2017 you know we we initiated well we didn't initiate we partnered with world hope international Mm -hmm. for a partnership in a village it's like hey how do we like help with infrastructure how do we help you know Kind of overcome poverty in this in this location. Yeah, and people like, well, yeah, but there are people in poverty here. It's like poverty's (laughs) not the same. It's (laughs) It's not the same. There there are people that live in poverty here. There are people that are starving in the United States in Sturgis, Michigan. Significant difference is like we have, albeit imperfect. Yeah, we have quite a few safety nets. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, we we have food Mm -hmm. pantries, we have food stands, rescues, we have have like we have a a variety of safety nets in place. A lot of these other countries, you don't
2: have food, you die. I mean, like there aren't safety nets. Yeah. I mean, so I imagine absolutely, like, when it comes yeah. to And, our, and, our, it's, and it's that's a the thing, is, thing it's like going to vulnerable countries that don't have the resources. Okay. So that's why yeah. we're working in the twelve that we're working in now. Mm-hmm. And if God opens more doors, obviously, I think our team mm-hmm. would be happy to hear how we can get into mm, more. Of course. Um, but those are the twelve that we're in, and it's like, hey, let's go to those countries because we, we we feel. Like they right now need the resources that we're able to offer. And we're partnering, like I said, with other organizations that are there in those areas, churches, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be, to just make sure that we don't let anything slip through the cracks and just trying to continue that work and making sure that rescues are still possible.
0: Well, and and not to get too political, but I'm sure that those 12 countries, the reasons that those have been targeted is because you have the most reciprocation with local organizations right yeah. you're gonna have some countries that they're gonna tell destiny rescue to kick rocks we don't care <laughs> we don't care about the ki- we don't care about what's happening mm-hmm. to these children in our country and they're not going to partner with you uh to do what's necessary so those 12 countries i'm sure are strategic because they're like yeah
2: we, we need want, help <laughs> we want what
0: you just said to yeah. happen in our country because yeah. this is a darkness and a wickedness unspeakable yeah. we want this so yeah. some of that has to do with like you know I mean a whole other world like the drug trade yeah it's a joke dro- it's a joke
2: yeah we can insane. stop it today you can
0: stop the drug trade today if you wanted to you know they don't mm. want to, they don't want to stop the drug trade because there there is unspeakable amounts of cash flow mm-hmm. into the american economy from the drug trade mm-hmm. from the illegal drug trade we can stop it right now yeah it'd be easy yeah and i don't know how much of that spills over into this human trafficking and i don't you know, know either yeah i, I, I
2: think I, I do know that human trafficking i should have said this at the beginning when talking about the history of destiny rescue but uh human trafficking and sexual exploitation is the fastest growing yeah. illegal enterprise in the world 99 <laughs> 99 billion dollars a year is spent on the Goodness. commercial sex trade which Holy is 11 cow. million dollars an hour
0: Goodness,
2: 11 million dollars an hour and that's more than 60 percent of 150 billion which is human trafficking total like any age uh child marriages sh- labor yeah. trafficking all of that 150 billion combined. That
1: okay that leads to a question. Right? I mean so not all human trafficking is sexual exploitation.
2: That's correct, yeah.
1: Does Destiny Clothing. does Destiny yeah. rescue are you
2: We've rescued out of other we've rescued out of other okay. aspects of trafficking. Primarily um, the, our, the sexual exploitation. Yeah, yeah, okay. Primary is sexual sure, yeah. exploitation. Uh, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, the clothing industry is a huge thing, manufacturing. Yeah. Yep. Children's soldiers
2: is another yeah. thing. Uh mm. child marriages um mm. is a is a big thing around the world. Yeah. Um I, it's crazy.
1: I upset my daughter. <laughs> well, I shouldn't call her up but but she's all like you know, she's getting where she's like she's got her own fashion choices and she's like, yeah. Dad, we gotta order this off like mm, timu or right, right. whatever herb, uh <laughs> like, sheen i said i said hey here let's look at this resource that talks about like the the, the child labor that's involved yeah. for you to be able to buy a, a shirt for two dollars yeah there's a reason there's a reason you can buy a yeah. shirt for two dollars yes yeah. and and having those conversations because man he's I mean, working for a nickel an hour
2: yeah if if that and right. if yeah. that
1: yeah right i mean so it's like yeah we, yeah we we grab out of these things and we're largely ignorant of exactly the, and the in a lot of these in place
2: in a lot of these countries um in africa like when i got to go last year and visit a couple projects i got to go to zimbabwe and then also uganda and um as i'm sitting there in one of the girls homes in uganda and she's telling the story of how she got into this and it was, it was a story of just hopelessness, you know? Like, I had no other hope. Somebody told me that I could do this. It's a job. Sell myself yeah. to feed my family once every few days. And um, sitting there, hearing her say, five, six, seven times a night, maybe making a $1.50 US dollars in that one night. Mm-hmm. Which is just like mind-blowing, mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. So it's just, um, when you hear that, you hear the hopelessness in it. You hear that there is no other hope. There Mm -hmm. is no other jobs. Even if there was, it would be less than what they're making Mm -hmm. if they weren't to do that And so offering them once they're stepped into freedom and saying, if this is what you want, we have a freedom plan where you can learn how to be a hairstylist. You can learn how to be a uh, a tailor. You can learn how to make floor polish and soap and Mm -hmm. dish soap and Mm -hmm. different things like that and learn how to sell clothing items and like just different things like that to where they can literally, we went and visited a market on the street and a girl that had been rescued literally had a blanket out on the ground and tea shirts that she was selling for her income. And she was so awesome. thankful that that's what she could do to provide an, for her family. An honest
0: living. It's yeah. an
2: honest living that she's not having to be abused for. Yeah.
0: So Jared, if we were to kind of turn the corner, we're getting to the end of the podcast. uh yeah. Josh and I would love for you to talk about um, if there was a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for destiny rescue and for you, Jared, yeah. in this podcast, what would you hope our listeners and viewers would do in mm. response to hearing what you've shared with us? What, what would you want?
2: Yeah. Um, so let me first start about saying, you know, what is the church's calling? Like, what are we called to do? What did Jesus ask us to do in the Bible? And obviously mm-hmm. to go and make disciples of every mm-hmm. living creature, like right? you know, preach the gospel to every living mm-hmm. person. Right. And I always ask, and lately kind of my sermon has been wrapped around, what is the King's criteria? Mm -hmm. and I call the sermon King, the King's criteria. Mm -hmm. And what does the church need to do? What is the church called to do? And I always say, we're called to live out the gospel. I call out Matthew 25. Mm -hmm. I call out the good Samaritan story, right? Mm -hmm. Of, you know, in the good Samaritan story, it should have been the end after the priest walked by. Right. Then it should have been the end after the Levite walked by. Because those are the two that actively profess with how they act their faith. Mm -hmm. They actively profess their faith. Mm -hmm. But it was the Good Samaritan, it was the third person that came by, and it was a Good Samaritan who does not actively profess their faith,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. that had compassion Mm -hmm. on the person. Mm -hmm. And that shows me in that story that we can say we believe, we can say we love God. We can say all these things, but if we do not have love for the person that needs it the most, then we truly don't love God. Wow. I'm not saying I'm not saying empty your bank accounts. I'm not right. saying right. make ridiculous not right decisions to mm-hmm. help people. What I'm saying is, what can we do that good Samaritan gave of himself mm-hmm. in costly ways to help That Mm -hmm. individual.
0: It was sacrificial.
2: It was very much so. He spent the night. He wounded. He, you know, bandaged his wounds, spent the night. Then he gave two denarii, which when you read on what two denarii.
0: We just taught about this exact parable in this series. Really? Okay. Yes. Okay. So
2: like two months of a stay at an inn. Yeah. Which. I don't know about you. I can't, if you wanted to stay at a hotel for 60 days and said, Hey Jerry, can you foot the bill? I'd be like, bro, I ain't got that money. That's insane. Thousands and thousands yeah, that, of dollars. So yeah. in today that would have been like, right? you yeah. thousands. Oh yeah. Huge. And so he gave of himself. And then what mm. he said at the end was he said, and when this runs out, I'll be, I'll be back with more. Yeah. Giving more of himself in costly ways. Mm. And when I was in Africa, I don't mean to make this long. I just want to share this part. Mm-hmm. When I was in Africa, all the time the rescue agents the kids were all saying thank you to me and my teammates that mm-hmm. were from america mm-hmm. and i struggle to be honest with you i struggled with that because when i was there i was like man like y'all are the one doing the work like y'all are mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. and they're like no seriously like thank you for what you do in the united states because mm-hmm. they know that the funding comes from mm-hmm. australia the united states and new zealand and it's like it's like Oh, okay. Yeah, you're welcome. And so I brought that back to the staff meeting. My first staff meeting I I Mm -hmm. shared and obviously with tears running down my face, sharing all the stories that I had. And then I said, but they kept saying, thank you. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I really struggle with that. And then our United States CEO, um, Kirk, he goes, Jared, I want to bring you back to the good Samaritan story. And he shared about how the part that we play. And I believe that now I believe that the American church can play is the part of the good Samaritan story that maybe not the one that bandages the wounds, Mm -hmm. but the one that gives of themselves in costly ways Mm -hmm. by saying, I might not be able to be there to bandage the wounds, but -hmm. what I can do is I can give this to help. And when this runs out, I can be back with more mm-hmm. and that's what the rescue partner thing is right you know monthly you're mm-hmm. saying hey when this runs out next month i'm gonna i'm yep. gonna foot that bill again yep and here's more and becoming a rescue yes. partner you're helping rescue and in a different kid every single month yeah because that's going into the rescue pool basically right and they're pulling out 1500 here 1500 there to rescue these kids yeah to watch them to watch them walk into freedom and so what does the church play? How, how do we help? What can we do is we just live out the gospel. We clothe the naked, we feed mm-hmm. the hungry. We set get, the drink those free. We set them free. It says in Psalm 82, you know, to give justice to the poor and the orphan mm. uphold the rights of the, um, of, of the destitute, like yeah. give them, you deliver yeah. them from the grasp of evil people. Mm. It says mm. in that and we know that human trafficking is an evil that lives in this world yes. ran by evil people mm-hmm. and we're called to deliver them from evil people Mm -hmm. and so delivering these children if you had to ask Jesus to write out a list of what was most important to him he wouldn't he wouldn't do it but he would say you know if I'm pretty sure I would say that children would be very high on that list
0: oh he said if uh you don't let these these children come to me yeah you're bad shape
2: yeah exactly (laughs) exactly yeah you know and so in looking at the world as through the eyes of these children you know and and so What part does the church play? Mm -hmm. I believe we play the gospel. Paul said, if I live my life Mm -hmm. as if I didn't do good acts, it's not that the good deeds are the root of our salvation, Mm -hmm. but they are the fruit of it. Mm, You know, the helping people, loving people, treating people Mm -hmm. well is the fruit of our salvation. Agreed. And so living that out living in such a way that people see Jesus on the inside of us, mm-hmm. what can you do? What can you sacrifice to help the hungry person on the street, mm-hmm. the, the homeless person, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. what can you do to help rescue a kid? And so we're mm-hmm. one of the many organizations in the world that are just trying to help people. Mm-hmm. But with Destiny Rescue, our focus is we rescue kids from human trafficking and sexual exploitation. We have the numbers to prove that rescues are taking place. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. happening. You get updates through through the email, right? Yeah, and, you know? and the Facebook
0: page. I follow you guys on yeah. Facebook. That's a really good uh, thing to have in your feed.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so yeah. we if you have a heart for this, if you have a passion for this to say, to say, hey, I want to help rescue kids. I want to be a part of rescuing kids. All you have to do is go to destinyrescue.org. dot org, and there's ways that you can give. You can become a rescue partner like Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can give a one time donation. It does take fifteen hundred to rescue one child. Fifteen hundred dollars. Yep, fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a huge sum of money. And so basically what I love doing is what we call rescue Sundays where a church highlights the issue of trafficking one Sunday a year Mm -hmm. and they call it a rescue Sunday with bring in destiny rescue. It doesn't cost anything to the church. And we get to come in, preach a message on justice and freedom and hope and how God wants his children free. Mm -hmm. And then also a call to action at the end where it's not coming necessarily from the church, but it's to the people saying, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do today to rescue a child? And you get to hear how the rescue is taking place. You. You hear stories, you see stories online. You mm-hmm. hear about how you can watch these videos. There's there's a mm-hmm. video that I would love for you to go on YouTube and type in "red shoes." It's a Destiny Rescue video, and it's mm-hmm. a powerful like few minute clip. Yeah, and it's just it shows you why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah.
0: So, really brass tacks, Jared, for listeners, viewers would be uh, maybe you're watching and and listening, and your Radiant Life isn't your home church, but you're a part of another home church. Go talk to your pastor. Yeah. Mm. Go talk to the board. Go talk to the elders of your church about having Jared come to your church for one of these rescue Sundays. Talk to them about that possibility. Um, I'm going to put a challenge out there to listeners and viewers go to destinyrescue.org as soon as you're done watching this podcast and give some money. Mm. Yeah. Just give some money. Y- y- you know, and I know you've we've all heard these things before. We've all heard this idea of like we spend the six and seven dollars at Starbucks for for our coffee. You know how Josh and I feel about Starbucks. That's not good coffee. That's trash anyways. So but a month, uh, what, what what would it look like for, for you to say for for the next month? I'm going to make coffee at home. And the difference in my budget between going to Starbucks and making my coffee at home, which is going to be better coffee anyways, I am going to just sacrificially give this little bit of my coffee money. Mm. Think about
1: those words. How yeah. first world problem How is that? first? And I'm like, just well, being- I got to give up my $8 latte. Uh, right. And I'm <laughs> and, just and, being and, hey, facetious. And we're not- it, No. We we appreciate coffee, right? Like, we we're do. Not, we're not saying you shouldn't ever buy coffee. But- But-, but Yeah. We've talked about simplicity. Yeah. I think we, we spiritual discipline. We probably waste more time, energy and, and money on things that don't actually matter than most of us realize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we th- sit back and take inventory to say, all right, hey, are there things in my life that I can simplify? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure Destiny Rescue would appreciate, like, hey, everyone over this next month, you're going to just go get money. But mm-hmm. how how, how cool, though, if you can become a regular, Monthly. like every month, this becomes yeah. part of your family's budget. Yes, and If you have kids at home, you sit and you talk with your kids, hey, kids here's no we can't we can't go you know grab starbucks quite as often because here's what we're choosing Instead. to do with our so resources yeah. uh, and here's why because this is the reality for kids around the world mm-hmm. uh and we don't have any idea right because we're yeah we're sitting pretty comfy and what uh, i love right about here. the christmas
2: time right now is mm. just yeah like obviously giving 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 my kids a great christmas this year is awesome mm-hmm. right but also sitting to your kids down and saying would you like to give a kid your age freedom this year mm. And if you would, let's start giving to Destiny Rescue. Yeah. Let's start actively saying we're going to help rescue a kid every single month. Or maybe it is that lump sum right now is saying, hey, kids, we're going to only do three gifts each this year. Yeah. And then we're going to take the extra and make that 1500 and we're going to rescue one child yeah. this Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And that's not only showing your kids what it's like to live out the gospel, but that's also showing yeah. your kids that they were just, they just gave the gift of freedom to a kid yeah. for Christmas, it's So good, which is the gift we all were given right mm-hmm. on Christmas night was yeah. the gift of Jesus, which mm-hmm. is the, the true freedom is through the power of Jesus. Right. Yeah. And so why not let's look at what can we do to rescue a child and give them the gift of freedom mm. that they can live the rest of their childhood free, mm. the rest of their life free. Mm-hmm. Cause you're looking at, I mean, when you said earlier, like these are children, like, yeah, yeah, we rescue 17, 18, 19 year olds, like whatever, but like we're rescuing 10 year olds and nine year olds and we've rescued a two year old before. And mm. I mean, this is, this is the reality of it and mm-hmm. saying, we can give these children the gift of freedom this christmas season
1: and i don't want to be a jerk but like like, let's put that in the in the scales here like new xbox for timmy Mm -hmm. free a two-year-old from sexual exploitation i mean i mean like seriously like not comparable no i mean yeah exactly i see it josh yeah yeah no i think that's a powerful
0: exhortation listeners viewers um we are explicitly trying to pull on your heartstrings right now i'm that's what i'm doing I am telling you is there a way that you can just look at what you're doing with the astounding mountain abundant blessing that God's put in your life and and begin to make a commitment maybe a monthly commitment to Destiny and Rescue Um, Towards this mission because it's it's a really important one. Uh, We're gonna at the end of this podcast we're gonna put up um, a a sort of a a response screen. We'll say Haley, we'll have our producer put up a screen. Uh, We'll 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 put up a picture uh, of Jared here, uh, his contact information, his mobile, his phone number, his email. Um, If you've got more questions about the ministry, how you can participate, um, uh, yeah, definitely DesiRescue.org. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll link without a doubt website. so yeah. a lot for a lot of outreach things right like we i mean as a church as radiant life yeah. we we fund various outreach things mm-hmm. this is one where i will say and we will like we will be you know on an on an ongoing basis uh be be contributing to destiny rescue but this is one where i, I would actually say i would prefer that you go direct mm-hmm. because then you're gonna have the opportunity to get the updates from yep. from destiny yes. rescue and jared so so in this particular case mm-hmm. um I mean, you can you can contribute to the church missions fund, whatever. I would prefer that for this particular organization, direct. you go direct to Destiny mm-hmm. Rescue. Uh, mm-hmm. You're gonna be able to, you're gonna get the updates. You're gonna be able to see just the different things that they're doing, uh, and hopefully, hopefully, it becomes a more personal thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just this uh, detached. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like this group they're working on on free and kids no we we are working on, on yeah this is who we are this is who we are we are we are people as followers of jesus who, who pursue freedom uh, for mm. those that are are Amen. in bondage yeah so. that's
2: good
1: yeah
0: jared thanks so much Man, I'm i mean honored. you drove an hour to come up here and uh spend your spend your morning with us and and just kind of talk about how to engage community engage the world um yeah listeners viewers definitely um uh, get on DestinyRescue.org, mm. take the next steps. Uh, Josh, we will be back next Monday. We will. Uh, with the first conversation around the Lament and Peace series. Which I think that's going to be a really good I mean it's only a two-weeker but I think that's gonna Mm -hmm. be a really good series yeah we got a series coming into Christmas we're pretty excited which we're just talking about human trafficking that is source for lament Lament. Mm -hmm. so yeah and I mean we didn't really even get into this uh but and it's terrible I can't even remember the name of the film Um, sound freedom yeah sound of freedom I mean if I'm gonna go ahead and say this to you and I've, I've said this to a number of people if you haven't seen that video you need to watch that because that will take the 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 skin and bones of the story that that Jared was telling us throughout this podcast, and uh, it'll be in a dramatic, yeah, you know, but a very real, yeah. um, uh, way of seeing like the reality of this of this uh a uh, uh, travesty. I know my wife and I when we sat down and we watched that movie.
2: <sighs> yeah, yeah, it was. It's it's the realness of it. It shows you this is actually happening around the world. And it raised the right awareness for sure. Uh, Churches were like, we want to do something. And which was awesome for us to, you know, to get, to get um, churches on board with destiny rescue, just from seeing that Um, it was a great film Mm -hmm. about the issue of trafficking and just kind of brought it into that. Like I just said, the realness of it, yeah. like this is happening. It shows the world and that's great for awareness. Awareness is a great thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's only one part, but, but it's only one part. Yeah. At some point, awareness, awareness is not without enough. without action yeah. Is, yeah. is nothing. That's just depressing. But yeah. that,
0: that movie, I know for, for my wife and I, we, we went away from that movie and we just said, I know this isn't writing this. We can't not we Mm -hmm. cannot go away from seeing what we have seen and not make changes Mm -hmm. in our home in our funding in our money we can't yeah i'm not the same i watched this thing i saw what was happening i recognize it's based on facts i'm changed from what i saw i have to take action there's no other choice i went away from that saying to myself and my wife did too my wife she's of the (laughs) persuasion all of our charitable giving should only oh. go to destiny rescue she's like <laughs> the church is this really extravagant beautiful place we you, you we've had these conversations before in an affluent a yeah. you know and it's like then the, the it's, it's to yep. me it, there's sort of an an Xbox versus, mm, you know, yeah. there's a, there's a question that we know that we need the local church to be funded as well because it informs people to share the gospel. Amen. Yeah. I mean, that's good, but yeah, get out there. Destinyrescue.org. Jared, again, thanks for joining yeah, us. Shameless
2: plug is no, the 30 yeah. minute, the 30 minute documentary called Operation Hoodwink. You just, Hoodwink. you, okay. you look that on the website. We'll it's it. is that YouTube it might not be on youtube but we can i can get you the link directly to it so, okay and haley can so, we do like a yes. thing, like a little yeah. box we can at,
1: at the end screen thing yeah so
2: like, we'll yeah. do that and then yeah. um because that one right there um shameless plug for that it's 30 minutes long so it's not even the full length of a movie mm-hmm. but that shows you the building of a case undercover and it's footage documentary style and it's, not it's filmed. it's not yeah it's 100 percent documentary style and it but it shows you the raid. I mean, it shows wow. it's the realness of it. So wow. it's not it's it's not Hollywood actors. It's not, it's a not dramatization. Anything like that. Like There's no dramatization. The actual... It is 100 yeah. percent a building of a case and a rescue taking place yeah. and kids being rescue and free yeah. Yeah. and watching the pimp be arrested mm. and, and mm. all of that. So yeah, it's, Haley's going to link that. Yeah. You know, the realness over of it. here. <laughs> yeah. Like right yeah. here.
0: <laughs> we are, uh, we're quite a ways in Josh. I just, I'm feeling led. Like we just need to pray for Jared and pray for uh yeah. destiny rescue. There's a oh, yeah. spiritual component to this whole thing. There's there. We know radiant, <laughs> radiant reflections, listeners, viewers, there's powers and principalities and there are, are there's darkness that is holding, Uh, This thing up This Mm. industry to be what it is And that's that's definitely A place to do Mm. don't you know pray but don't just Pray you know do something else so Maybe Josh I I don't think I can but can you (laughs) Can you uh, (laughs) can you pray
1: (laughs) Sure Uh, father god we Thank you for this opportunity to Sit with Jared to Uh, Just hear his heart and destiny rescues heart Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. freeing kids that are in captivity. Uh, Father, you tell us in in Scripture that our our battle is primarily against the spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. Uh, So, Lord, we pray against all of that lord Lord, unfortunately those spiritual forces utilize a human component uh so lord there are guys that need to go to jail yes Uh, and lord we just pray that you would continue to uh, help destiny rescue find favor lord if if there are other countries that they need to expand into lord just pave the way for that Mm -hmm. lord for every agent uh, lord whether it's at a border whether it's on the streets whether it's going into these brothels lord i pray for your hand of protection on them Lord, but also that you would just give them supernatural discernment, that mm-hmm. they would uh, make the right connections, they would ask the right questions, uh, Lord, and that you would uh, put them in the position to free as many children as possible. Yes. Uh, Lord, just I pray that you would uh, just help Jared find favor, Lord, as he goes to to other churches. Lord, I pray that you would stir, not just JB and I talking here, Lord, but mm-hmm. that you would stir in the hearts of our viewers and listeners. Yes, Lord. Uh, Lord, and that they would be roused... Uh, to action mm-hmm. Lord that they would they would step into this and this would be something that would just uh, expand your kingdom uh, through really really practical ways mm-hmm. uh, Lord just uh, just thank you again for this opportunity we just uh, we pray for these kids in the name of Jesus amen amen, amen. God bless you.
0: Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at church. That's podcast at church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.